stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Merry Christmas from Table Radio. The sermon was preached by Andy Withrow on Saturday, December 24th. From Luke chapter 2, on the hills outside of Bethlehem, there were some shepherds spending the night with their flocks of sheep. It was dark. It was quiet on the hillside. And suddenly there was a great light in the sky, and they saw an angel. The glory of the Lord shone on them. And they were so amazed that they were very frightened. Nothing like this had ever happened to them before. But the angel said, do not be afraid. I bring you good news which will be great joy to all people. Today in the town of Bethlehem, a Savior has been born, Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in the manger. And suddenly, there was a huge crowd of heaven's angels with the first angel, and they filled the whole sky with their song, Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. You ever think about that scene? A lot of us grew up with it, so it's very familiar. We're very used to it. We're very comfortable. But think about it. The sky filled with what the Bible calls the heavenly host. It's the words for an army, but they're not brandishing weapons there, bringing their voices to announce this good news to these shepherds out in the middle of nowhere at night. But they needed this big announcement, didn't they? Because this baby was at a disadvantage, I mean, for being a king. Think about it. How else would people know in this case? Jesus wasn't a typical king, born in a palace with messengers at the ready to run to every village announcing the king's birth. Good news, new king. Didn't have any of that stuff. Tucked away in a small village, packed with travelers, not even enough room for a mother in labor. Like That's the situation. You can kind of put yourself there. And see what's going on. Of course, a sky full of angels had to announce this good news. This wasn't just any baby. It wasn't even just any king or leader. Now, when those who came later would write down Jesus' story, after it was all said and done, they would compare him to Moses. And for those of us at the table, we spent the fall going through a little bit of Moses' life, but specifically what he did around Mount Sinai and the Ten Commandments. Moses was Israel's first and greatest leader. And one of the reasons that Moses was so great was that he acted as a bridge between God and Israel, between God and humans between God and us. 
you've read the Exodus story, if you've been with us at the table, this, you remember the scene of Moses going up and down and up and down the mountain, like literally going between God, the voice of God, the words of God, and the people. God is so big. God is so holy, beautiful, and good that we just can't get close to him safely. This was the problem. It would be like walking towards a sound that gets louder and louder until you can't stand it anymore and your head starts to hurt and your body starts to shake and you can't take another step. It's kind of like that. Or you might just die. That's how big and good God is. So to have someone, and importantly someone else, go and act as a bridge between that voice and us, it was huge. The whole Old Testament is really founded on this story of Moses, the go-between. And that's what Moses did. He was a strong leader. He was wise. He was grown up and educated in both the world of Egypt and the world of Hebrew, the Hebrews. So he's already sort of a bridge between two, two nations, two worlds. And then he was a bridge between God's words and us. But Moses was also weak. Like you and me, he was broken. He had his problems. Things didn't always work out. And a broken bridge can only get us so far because they're not reliable. And like Moses, so many of us try to be our own bridge to God and to the things of God. Or Maybe we want to find someone else in our life who can be that bridge for us to get us close to God and his love and his goodness. But like Moses, we all eventually break, buckle under the weight, or get storm-tossed in the wind, and we can't reach the other side over that great distance. Israel knew they needed a better bridge They spent half the Old Testament writing about it. And if we are wise, we know that we need a better bridge too. One that could take us all the way into God's presence. And this is why the angels are making such a big deal on this night. This was huge. Because of this baby... Not just any baby, weak and vulnerable baby feeding in a feeding trough where animals spend the night. Because this particular baby happens to be Emmanuel, God with us. And it turns out that this baby, because he is God with us, well, he won't be held down by the same things that held Moses down or hold you and me down pesky little things like death. 
And he won't be broken like Moses, and we are broken, ourselves in need of repair and rescue. Because this is a strong bridge. Strong because this bridge isn't just human, but this bridge is also God. In Jesus, in the birth of Jesus, God makes a bridge all the way down to our doorstep, to our neighborhood. This better bridge, if we allow him, can safely bring each one of us into the presence of God and can bring the presence of God to us, this Son of Mary, this Son of God. Led by the light of faith serenely beaming with glowing hearts by His cradle we stand. Thank you for listening to Table Radio, an extension of the life so of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, BC. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by the Table Community. To learn more, please go to tablechurch.ca. Merry Christmas. Let us in lowly manger in all our trials born to be our friend.